Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Lena podcast. Today is Thursday, March 26, and there is nothing special about this day except for some reason it just made me think this morning about how we are truly all connected and um, whatever thing happens, is happening, will happen to any group of people, it's gonna affect all of us to some degree. And, you know, this coronavirus, it's gonna affect all of us to a big degree. Uh, And when it comes, for example, to food system, guys, it made me realize very clearly, even more so, that we are all connected even through our food, you know, it's really, um, it's a rare case that some country, I don't even know if there is such a country, um, that some country grows all its food and not dependent on uh, any um, other foods or crops brought from other countries. So, for example, if you're a fan of uh, olive oil made in Italy, then probably it's going to be soon in um, not short supply because we, pro- we probably made a lot of it, but it's not, there's not going to be as much available for a while until, you know, this whole coronavirus uh goes away or i don't know becomes more manageable uh somehow or you know india for example uh, right now on a 21 day lockdown from officially from yesterday and so whatever was grown there it's also not going to be grown or managed that uh, effectively um here in siberia almost everything is brought some from somewhere so we are also affected to a huge degree by Um, different food crops around the world and countries who are experiencing a lot of um, disturbances to workflow, you know, to food production because of coronavirus. So we are all affected, guys. And um, the point of me talking about this is um, now we understand that we are all connected. So Uh, Let's invest all together into building better systems. Let's live any day, any place, any moment better than it was before us. Because at the end of the day, we all have to, we all will come back to that place or it will come back to us in some way or the other. So whatever world we're building each and every day with each and every of our actions, our thoughts, our whatever we do, it's going to all come back to us just because we are all connected and the way we influence the world every single day is going to affect that world and it will come back to us. And um, now more than ever, we will all understand this simple truth. Um so, you know, whatever, when you get out there and you meet people and you see people online or offline, understand that every every one of your words, uh, of your thoughts, of your actions, it's building the world that you are going to live in. So build a beautiful world. Let's build it together. Besides that, let's talk about food, guys. Today we are talking about cooking our food and not so much about recipes, but cooking and as related to nutrition. We, um, in different labs, we can analyze how much of different vitamin or mineral mineral certain food has. But uh, what uh, a lot of times um, we don't talk much about is 
the amount of that nutrient, let's say vitamin C in a certain food, let's say in a bell pepper, um, it also will, like how much of that vitamin we actually will get while eating that bell pepper will depend on how we cook it and how our digestive system works. And, um, you know, besides that, also how our overall metabolism works. Uh, so when it comes to cooking and nutrients, we need to understand that some cooking methods preserve vitamins and minerals, certain vitamins and minerals, better than others. And so when we cook our food, it's important to understand that our cooking methods uh, affect the nutrient content of foods. And so if I'm talking about bell pepper that is super rich in vitamin C, in fact, it is it is the richest food um, in vitamin C. So when it comes to bell pepper, it's not the same if you eat it raw and if you cook it. From what we know, depending on how you cook it, if you steam your bell pepper, you're probably going to get, uh, if not the same, then close to the same amount of vitamin C. Uh, but if you, let's say, fry it, then probably a lot of that vitamin C is going to be lost. The longer we cook, the higher the temperature, um, the more sort of certain vitamins we lose. And so today we're talking about the best cooking methods to pre preserve um, certain vitamins and minerals that tend to be affected by the methods of cooking. So, you know, cooking changes the nutrient content of our food, how much of certain nutrients our body is able to absorb. For example, the protein in cooked eggs compared to raw eggs is 180% more digestible. So if you are for protein in eggs, then you gotta eat cooked eggs. And by the way, guys, Cooking eggs is not just safer for consumption, but also uh, in raw eggs, there are some anti-nutrients that actually prevent our body from absorbing certain nutrients. So it's best, for example, to cook your eggs than to eat them raw. Um, some vitamins and minerals, um, water-soluble vitamins like vitamin C, B vitamins, B1, B2, B3, B5, B6, B9, B12, you know, very important uh, vitamins. Also fat-soluble vitamins like A, D, E, K, uh, and, and minerals like potassium, magnesium, sodium, and calcium, very important minerals. Those are affected by um, the way we cook our food. Uh, so let's look at different ways of cooking our food and how they affect nutrient content of um, these foods. And again, and also guys, again, raw is not always better, even for vegetables. Um, it's actually proven that, for example, when you cook carrots and uh, tomatoes uh, using stir frying method with some amount of olive oil, <clears throat> all the nutrients are absorbed much better than in raw tomatoes or in raw carrots. But let's get back to particular cooking methods. Boiling, simmering, and poaching. So basically different ways of cooking our food with water. Poaching usually means um, temperature somewhere around 82 degrees Celsius. Simmering about 85, 93 degrees Celsius. Um, boiling 100 degrees Celsius or um, 220 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, so boiling is the highest temperature and usually you use the most water. So vegetables that are generally a great source of vitamin C, um, for example, 
they lose a lot of it when cooked in water. So boiling reduces the amount of vitamin C the most, for example. It, your vegetables may lose up to 50% or more of their vitamin C when boiled. Um, vitamin C and a lot of B vitamins, some of them can leach out, uh, can leak out, you know, into the cooking liquid. And if you consume that cooking liquid, then you're going to be able to preserve uh, more nutrients, but not 100% because something is still just going to be destroyed because of the heat. Um, B vitamins are also heat sensitive, as we mentioned, and up to 60% can be lost when um, simmered or boiled and the juices run off. But again, if you consume the liquid where you cook the vegetables, then most of B vitamins, at least 70 to 90% are retained. So consume that cooking liquid. On the other hand, for example, boiling fish was shown to preserve omega-3 fatty acids content significantly more than when frying or microwaving. So um, when it comes to fish, it's best, and omega-3 fatty acids, it's best to cook it with water, like um, um, simmering or poaching or boiling. So poached salmon, when it comes to omega-3 fatty acids, is a great option. It actually preserves omega-3 fatty acids. Uh, but it destroys, again, boiling destroys the most vitamin C and B vitamins. Uh, what you can do to minimize the loss is always consume cooking liquid. My personal practice, guys, I always cook most of my meals the same way because, you know, because we want to simplify life. I'm not a chef who is cooking for restaurant every day. I just cook for myself because, because you know, I need nourishment like everyone else. And so my, like favorite cooking method is putting a little bit of water just to kind of create steaming, not steaming, steaming effect in my pan. And the pan is probably a few inches tall, so it's not, you know, really deep pan, but and you can see it on my Instagram with most of my recipes. So it's a regular pan and I put some water, a little bit of water, maybe like five millimeters, um, not sure what that in inches or <laughs> feet. Uh, so I put a little bit of water at the bottom and then it creates that kind of like steaming effect. And usually I would add a little bit of water as I cook, but it's not, you know, exactly boiling or poaching. It's more like steaming in a pan. And then I would put all the vegetables and everything on top of that and we'll cook it on medium heat till it's all done. And I always, always, always consume that cooking liquid because I know that a lot of vitamins, especially water-soluble vitamins and minerals also, like potassium, for example, they will leak into from our cooking meats or fish or vegetables into that liquid. So whatever is left on my pan, there is nothing left, actually, because I always consume it. Um, I put... Um, all this solid food on my plate and then I put the liquid into a bowl and I drink it and I just drink it like soup. So uh, that's a practice that you want to um, 
If you want to remember, if you want to not lose your C vitamin and all of your B vitamins that are also water-soluble, but also minerals leak into that water. So now let's look at grilling and broiling. Grilling is when the heat source comes from below and broiling, it comes from above. Usually, the higher the temperature, the more nutrients you lose. Um, so, for example, 40% of B vitamins and minerals may be lost during grilling and broiling when the nutrient-rich juice drips from the heat. Um, you can prevent that to a degree by, again, gathering that liquid that drips from your meats and consuming it. Um, for some people, you know, it, they think it's growth, like all this fat, but actually all that fat that can contain quite a lot of nutrients that you are losing if you are not using those juices, those fats that can leak when you grill or broil. Also, grilling and broiling, especially at high temperatures, can create some consurgence. So, um, if you do like grilling, try to minimize the heat or the amount of time that whatever you grill is on the grill. But again, up to 40% of nutrients might be lost due to grilling. Microwaving. Short cooking times and reduced exposure to heat preserves the nutrients in microwaved food. Um, so, for example, the antioxidant activity of garlic and mushrooms um, is retained the best when you cook it in the microwave. Meanwhile, 20 to 30% of the vitamin C in green vegetables are lost during microwaving, which is less than most cooking methods. So 20-30% of your vitamin C is still lost while microwaving. Roasting. Most vitamin losses are minimal with the cooking with this cooking method with roasting, including vitamin C. Um, however, however, usually due to long cooking times at high temperatures, the B vitamins in roasted meat might decline as much as 40%. So roasting, also losing some nutrients. Sautéing and stir-frying. And sautéing and stir-frying are basically cooking methods when um, you put everything in a pan uh, with some sort of oil and butter, and usually the temperature is quite high, uh, but quite short. And a lot of nutrients are actually increased during sautéing and stir-frying when it's done right and when it's done for just, you know, a few minutes. So, for example, again, beta-carotene in carrots or lycopene, um, those are antioxidants in carrots and tomatoes. They are increased in carrots, for example, beta-carotene, the absorption of it is increased 6.5 times, and lycopene in tomatoes, 80%, you know, more we are able to absorb when um, tomatoes are sauteed with olive oil. Stir-frying has been shown to significantly, significantly reduce the amount of vitamin C in broccoli in red cabbage. So, again, you know, nothing is perfect, um, but for tomatoes and carrots, uh, stir-frying, sauteing might be a better option. Frying. Frying involves cooking food in a large amount of fat, usually oil at a high temperature. Um, 
um, fatty fish are the best sources of omega-3 fatty acids, um, for example, but those fats compared to cooking with water, like boiling, actually going to be destroyed due to very high temperature with frying. Um, frying preserves vitamin C and B, and it may, it may also increase the amount of fiber in potatoes by converting their starch in resistance starch. Uh, but while frying also, um, there can be some carcinogens. Uh, Created when we heat the fat at high temperatures for quite some time, then we can create a lot of um, a lot of compounds that increase oxidation and can create compounds that can be pro-cancerous. Um, so yeah, that's for frying and steaming, guys. Uh, one of the best cooking methods for preserving nutrients, including water-soluble vitamins, which are sensitive to heat and water. Um, so researchers found that steaming, for example, broccoli, spinach, lettuce, uh, reduces vitamin C only by 9 to 15%. And compared to other cooking methods, you know, let's say microwaving causes the loss of 20-30%, uh, boiling can be 50% and more. Um, frying, you know, depends on the nutrient. Uh, roasting can also 40-50% um, can cause the um, loss of nutrients, but steaming is just 9 to 15 percent. Um, the downside of steamed vegetables is they are pretty bland, but uh, you know, you can always add spices, oil after everything is cooked and make it uh, more delicious. So, general advice for cooking our vegetables and also our meats and fish. So, number one, use as little water as possible when poaching and boiling. And if you do use water, then make sure to consume that water to consume all the nutrients that leaked into that liquid. Um, so, yeah, consume the liquid left in the pan after cooking your vegetables or your meats. Don't peel vegetables until after cooking them because peeling them, because not peeling them will um, help your vegetables to retain the most nutrients inside and be affected by the temperature the least. Plus, you can eat that peel for uh, fiber and more nutrient density. Cook vegetables. <clears throat> Cook vegetables in smaller amounts of water to reduce the loss of vitamin C and B vitamins. So again, maybe a little bit of water at the bottom of the pan, create the steaming effect and then consume whatever liquid is left. Try to eat any cooked vegetables with a day or two as their vitamin C content may continue to decline when the cooked food is exposed to air. My personal rule, guys, eat fresh as much as possible. So I eat once a day, I cook once a day, but I do it fresh every day. And uh, for me, when food is not fresh, it's just not food anymore. If you can't do that, you know, try to minimize the storage time, um, or at least put the food that you plan to store for longer in the freezer. Uh, it will keep it good for longer and it will preserve a lot of vitamins for longer too. Cut your vegetables after 
not before cooking, if possible, because when food is cooked whole, less of it is exposed to heat and water. Cook vegetables for only a few minutes whenever possible. When cooking meat, poultry, and fish, use the shortest cooking time needed for safe consumption. And that's about it, guys. To recap everything, to repeat, so you remember it, use as little water as possible. Uh, steaming is the best. You know, if you like something steamed, you know, use the steaming method. It preserves the most nutrients. Um, so ting your... Uh, carrots uh, or tomatoes with olive oil for a short period of time actually increases the uh, amount of nutrients your body is able to digest and absorb. Uh, so besides using as little liquid as possible when cooking your meats and vegetables, uh, also try to minimize the timing of cooking, the temperature of cooking for safe cons consumption still, and consume whatever liquid is left after cooking your vegetables and your meats. Uh, also, my personal advice, guys, try not to fry or grill stuff too much, especially in different fats, because high temperatures, exposure to high temperatures, can create, create different carcinogenic compounds, can create different pro-inflammatory compounds, and it destroys the, uh, not destroys, it changes the molecular structure of our fats that, you know, can become unhealthy when cooked at high temperatures. So, um, or at least, you know, try to minimize the time of grilling or broiling uh, or other high temperature cooking methods. Um, cut your vegetables after cooking, not before cooking, to preserve more nutrients. Um, you know, eat your peel <laughs> also, that will also um, well, cook your vegetables in peels and eat that peel, that will give you the most uh, nutrients. And that about it, or about omega-3 fatty acids. Uh, high temperatures destroy them. Uh, normal temperatures and especially something like poaching may actually preserve those omega-3 fatty acids. And that's it, guys. So it's not just about, you know, what food has, but it's also how we eat it and how much uh, our body is able to absorb and digest of that. Again, we are not cows. For example, we can't eat grass because our digestive system cannot absorb and digest it. Uh, also, for example, cooking our eggs makes it more digestible and we can absorb, for example, more protein from our foods and also more calories. So again, it's not just the food. It also matters how we cook it, how our digestive system works, the health of our digestive system. Um, so it's a little bit more complicated, but I hope you found these cooking methods useful, this cooking methods, tips when it comes to nutrition and preserving the most nutrients in our foods useful. Use them. If you have any questions, reach out. I'll give you even more details, like for example, why you need to crush your garlic and wait for 10 minutes before eating it or cooking with it if you want to, if you want for it to have antibacterial, antiviral effect. Uh, I know so many details, guys. So if you have any question about any food that you are eating more or less regularly or maybe food group, then reach out, ask questions, and don't forget to share this episode with someone who, or who is also interested in increasing nutrient content <clears throat> of their food. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Hopefully that's not the coronavirus. <laughs> you know, soon we're all going to be joking about that. Um, that's it. 
Thank you for listening, guys. Stay healthy, well, and optimistic. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily. And now you know how to cook it better daily, too.